With the rise of automated content and AI-driven content out there, how we present the actual physical authors of our content on our radio station websites should be presented in a way that instills trust with the audience that consumes that content. When you do that, it's going to help increase your search engine optimization. You're listening to Better Radio Websites, the definitive podcast for radio professionals who want their websites to generate more traffic and substantial revenue. Get time-tested techniques, secret tricks, and valuable tools in online content, marketing, analytics, security, social media, and much more. Ready for your radio station to dominate digital in your market? Here we go. Hi, it's Jim, and welcome to Better Radio Websites, the podcast that wants to help you get more visitors and the most revenue from your radio station website. And yeah, you could be consuming this podcast on our website at skyrocketradio.com, but wherever you're getting it, be sure that you are liked and subscribed so you can be sure to get this content every single time that we produce a new podcast. And if you're not checking it out, the video version of this podcast please jump over to our YouTube channel and like and subscribe there. Believe it or not, all of those subscribes and likes and comments and that sort of thing actually help any channel grow. So we do appreciate you doing that. Well, this week we're going to be talking about content authors and how we present them on our radio station websites. With the rise of automated content and all this AI-driven content that is out there right now, how we present our content authors, the actual physical people who are actually putting content on our radio station websites, is going to make a difference. If you haven't included one of the bio boxes at the bottom of every one of your news posts, today we're going to tell you why you should be doing that, because that is very, very important. Back in December, Google's EAT acronym, I don't know if you've ever heard about this or not, but it stands for Expertise, Authority, and Trust. It's basically how they judge any piece of content on the Internet. Well, it received an additional E. It's called Expertise back in December, and now they consider the author or creator's expertise when evaluating the content that they are creating, because if something's automatically generated, it may not have this bio at the bottom or expertise information, like they're an expert in the field or not. Well, now that experience is going to be evaluated when increasing the search engine optimization of any piece of content. So it's going to be important. And this means for us website creators that we need to spotlight our content creators, the physical people who are actually creating the content and uh, give them a little spotlight and include information about them that will not only help them, but it will help our content grow. So how does Google see content authors? Well, some of the factors that Google considers, or as we said, that EAT acronym, expertise, authoritiveness, and trustworthiness, they evaluate these of the author as well as the website and the content that they are creating. This involves analyzing factors such as the author's credentials, the website quality, and the website's reputation in the relevant field that they are talking about. That means that when an author who typically creates posts about how to make your radio station website better all of a sudden starts putting recipes on the website, that's going to stand out to search engines as saying, I mean, uh, something's not right here. Um, that doesn't make any kind of sense. We need to lower his thing because he's doing something crazy. All right. So uh, author's markup is something else that these search engines look for. Now, this is the code behind the scenes that actually say this is the author's title. 
this is their photo, uh, this is their bio information, and these are their social media channels and their email link and website links and stuff like that. If that code is not there, then it's going to be difficult for search engines to actually put an author with a particular piece of content. Just putting the author's name at the very top underneath the title next to the date, uh, that's not going to be enough. It's going to be, they need a little bit more information in order to establish that expertise in the field of the content that they are creating. And this markup in the background actually provides that information. All right, so social signals. I had mentioned putting their social media links on there as well. Google also considers social channels related to the author, like their social media presence, their engagement with their audience and stuff like that. All of that stuff is factored in, and this can help Google evaluate the author's influence and popularity. So if you have an author uh, that's created a piece of content for your radio station website and their Facebook pages and their Instagrams and everything like that is through the roof, it's going to mean bring more credibility to the post that they are creating for your station website. And so the credibility of that article will go up. The search engine optimization and the ranking for that particular article will increase. So that's something to consider. Now, if these things are not listed on the post, you're not going to get that extra bit of goodness from Google and the other search engines. Also, user engagement metrics. You thought that your content was the only thing being graded? <laughs> Well, it is. It, they do evaluate user engagement metrics such as bounce rate, time on page, uh, click-through rate to determine the relevance and usefulness of, of any piece of content. But the author attached to that piece of content is also getting being judged as well. So they're more than likely going to say that the author is more relevant and valuable if the content is more valuable and it's relevant. All right. So if the author's markup again is not attached to that, then they're not going to get those good scores from that great piece of content that they created. So displaying the author's bio information, as we've said, is very, very important. If you're not doing this, be sure that you are doing this right now. If you have a WordPress website, you likely have to go into the uh, the user's profile page, put a little short bio in there. That is where all of their social media addresses get put in, their email address and stuff like that. And you can actually show that depending if, if your theme has that in enabled. And the reason why that you should include this on every post is number one, credibility. Like we said, by providing the author's credentials, experience and background, readers can assess their credibility and the expertise of a writer. If you've got a, a news person that's on staff who's been writing local news for your area for the last 45 years, well, then that needs to be somewhere in their small piece of a bio because somebody that either doesn't have that information there or they haven't been around as long is not going to give that credibility for that news post. So that's going to make that news post um, more credible and it's going to build trust. And that's going to be the, one of the main things going forward is if that piece of content can be trusted, it's more than likely going to be shared out that sort of thing. Number two, it provides context. Understanding the author's background and perspective can provide context for the, the written piece of content right there. Again, if you have a local news person who's been lo doing local news in your particular town for the last 45 years, and then all of a sudden they're doing a post about some <laughs> far away place that they probably have never been to, 
okay, so it's going to not bring as much credibility. However, if you've had that article from that faraway place do something who's been doing local content there for the last 45 years, okay, that piece of content is now more credible. So it adds some context to the, uh, the, the article or whatever the piece of content that you're creating. Number three, it provides a greater connection, including a bio can help readers connect more with the author on a personal level and make them feel more relatable and engaging to that author. And number four is promotion. Putting a bio there below the piece of content helps the author's personal brand. It's not, we're not putting a resume on at the end of every post. We're simply putting a piece of information that can uh, make the author more relatable and actually help their personal brand. So wrapping up, providing bio information below your post on your radio station website can enhance your reader's experience and make the content more valuable and engaging for everybody, including search engines, because it's going to increase your SEO there as well. As I mentioned, back in December, Google revised their algorithm to also factor in the author's experience. This is to get away from all the content out there that's being auto-generated and generated by AI now. Some folks are using those tools to just hit publish on the, whatever AI spits out. They're not using it as an actual tool to help them generate better content. It's crazy. But Google has figured out, okay, we need to start kicking these auto-generated posts out. And so that's why it's going to be more important for us to put a spotlight on our physical authors who are creating content and that expertise and that relatability. That's all going to help your post moving forward. Hey, do you have somebody out there in, the, in one of your radio station colleagues that can benefit from this great content? Be sure to share it out to them and point them to skyrocketradio.com if they need help. We love to help radio stations move the needle with their radio station website. Have an awesome week online, making your radio station website better. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Better Radio Websites. Remember to subscribe, leave a rating or comment, and share this episode with your team and radio colleagues. For show notes, archived episodes, and more free resources, visit betterradiowebsites.com. Need help starting or making your radio website better? Visit skyrocketradio.com.